Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from iHeart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line hanging out with you guys on the DraftKings Network. You can see us in 3D, not 3D, but in 4K at least, over on the Samsung TV Plus. Femi Bebfe hanging out here. Do you even know here. what that means? Do you even know what that Crystal means? Crystal clear is what it means. 3K. <laughs> Crystal yeah. clear. Okay, good. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Michael Femi, Lombardi out of the great state you. of New Jersey. Saturday I love when you start good. talking about things you have no idea what you're talking about. You just read. You're like Ron Burgundy. You're just reading prompter. First of all, I don't have a prompter here in the studio. Just let's, let's make that clear. <laughs> and, and 4K, we all know what 4K is. It just means it's in crystal clear definition. You know, it looks really good. I know that. Exactly. I just have no idea how it happens. I well, mean, no. I can't. I can't make it happen. Yeah, we know what it is, but we don't know how to make it happen. That's. I think there's a difference there. But uh, yeah. welcome to our humble abode, though, here on the Lombardi Line, hanging out with you guys on this college football Saturday. We do have a jam-packed show for you guys. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Joining us in 15 minutes, Tim Murray, host of VEASAN tonight, uh, sorry, VEASAN primetime, and also the host of the College Football Betting Podcast here. Get it wherever you get your podcast. He'll join us in 15 minutes to give us his plays. He has a play in Austin with Kansas and Texas. We'll get into that with Tim coming up in the next segment. Then Stormy Bonito. Tony Vieson, host of the Lombardi line. You see her Sunday through Thursday. Also ESPN sideline reporter Stormy will be in Memphis there in the, with the Delta Blues mm. against Boise State and Memphis. That game later on this afternoon on ESPN2. But we'll get Stormy's thoughts on that and also her college football card coming up here at 745 West Coast time, 1045 Eastern. Then in the second hour at 1115 Eastern, Chuck Pagano, former NFL head coach, was a coach My of guy. the Indianapolis Colts. Your guy, Michael Lombardi. Chuck Pagano will be joining yeah. us here as we'll talk some NFL. You're excited for that one, huh? Yeah, I love Chuck. I mean, Chuck and I go back to our days at the Raiders, and every time I'm on McAfee on Thursday, he's sitting there in the audience. He's a Boise guy, too. So, you know, we're talking about Boise State the other day. He lives in Boise now, but uh, it's always good that we can reminisce about the Al Davis days and the Raiders days and as we both handle the media. So it's fun. It'll be good to have him. 
And then, as usual, we will wrap up the show with our buddy Matt Humans, who is the host of yeah. VEASAN tonight and also the co-host of the College Football Bidding Podcast. He'll join us at 11.30 Eastern, Great. 8.30 Pacific. We'll get Humans NFL and yep. college football card. So, And, and I really want to urge people, like, I know we're, we're going to start October tomorrow. Uh, you know, this betting guide that we put out, this, this subscription-based stuff that we do, you know, is incredible. And you get all the picks from all these really good experts. And, I, and I, what I find when I go through it, on Saturday morning is a lot of them are are hitting games that you would have no idea that they're hitting and they don't just pick over they just don't pick spreads they go this over under and there's some really mm-hmm. talented people in the contest I think Matt's done a great job and for a year long a subscription to VEASAN you end up getting this information which you can't pay I mean you're paying for all this tout services and people are out there slinging stuff around whatever happened to Vegas Dave by the way I used to kill him on this show <laughs> oh, no. now I can't he's not even around anymore but he's on the you know, they're slinging picks around like they're experts and where he's you know what you want is the wisdom of the crowd you want to be able to get a lot of different opinions on games and I think when you have this uh, it, it certainly helps you. And if you put, you know, the Lombardi in there, I think well, isn't that we have the code. I don't, I don't want to read the advertisement, but that helps us in terms of winning the award. Well, hundred percent. And you can, when you use promo code Lombardi, you say 40% off 40, no longer 10%, percent four zero forty percent off yeah, promo code Lombardi. I'm giving you 40% off. Now, who, you know, now how does it get better than that? It doesn't I mean, really seriously. It doesn't. Hey, before we get started, I do want to say something. Today is mm-hmm. my, my man, Matthew, the assistant receiver coach at the Raiders, 33rd birthday. I want to hey. wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. Nice. And so tomorrow we call him coach of the year. My son, Mick, he turns 35 tomorrow. So what? we go back to back. It was the greatest wow. thing ever. I don't know how Millie and I worked it out, but yeah. it was one Chuck E. Cheese party solved everything. That's amazing because I so my brother and I were about 17 days apart in the month of July and it was definitely one Chuck E. Cheese party in the month of July that would solve everything. But we got uh, them back to back though. I mean, crazy. We, there was no debate. There's no debate. Yeah, boom, boom. That is that is that's crazy. So happy birthday yeah. to Matthew. I'm proud of him. He's he's done a great deal and he's going to have a great future. So I'm really proud of him. I wish yeah. him a happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to Matthew and then happy early birthday to our buddy Mick, which to, is coming to, up tomorrow. to the coach of the year. Yeah, we call him coach of the coach year. Coach of the year because yeah, he. Yeah, well, he bosses everybody around, so we call him Coach of the Year. Well, you know, hopefully it's the cover of the year tomorrow since I'm on the Raiders. We'll we'll get into that tomorrow, go. though. Hopefully it can be a nice birthday for, for, for Matthew and Mick, and then it'll be a nice uh, money celebration for me tomorrow afternoon at some point. But uh, before we get into our college football slate, we did want to hit on the big news in the NFL with quarterback uncertainty, the biggest one being Deshaun Watson for the Cleveland yeah. Browns. The news broke yesterday that Watson had practiced during the media portion through a couple passes and then went back to the locker room then we saw the rookie dorian thompson robinson taking over the reps there so the market of course has reacted to that information cleveland was once a three-point favorite in this game now down to two consensus wise where i'm sitting at circuits two and a half but the total has also ticked down all the way down to 39 some places 38 and a half Mm -hmm. but we'll go into this a little bit deeper later on in the show but kind of your early thoughts here with the potential of watson missing this game and maybe it's dorian thompson robinson making his nfl debut well, look, this is always going to be a tight game no matter if, if if Watson plays, but they need really good quarterbacking play for them to win. Their defense has been outstanding. So usually when I look at the board, you know, the quarterbacks, when they put TBD in my board, which covers most of the offshore and onshore betting sites all over, uh, give a kind of a sample size of everything that's going on. When they have TBD in the quarterback, they don't know. 
and they're pretty quick to put the starter in there. So I think there's something definitely going on here. And unfortunately, you know, the Browns may have to go to, to, to Dorian Thompson. The Raiders, you know, are they going with Brian Hoyer? You know, and we, New Orleans is Jameis Winston unless they think Carr can play with the shoulder injury. You know, Garoppolo hasn't been released from concussion protocol, so you kind of have a sense that it's either going to be Hoyer or O'Connell at the Raiders, whereas Carr could play because of the shoulder, and then we don't really know about Watson. But you got to suspect that in this kind of game, he's going to try to give it a go, but Kenny. Yeah, no, that's that's a big thing there. And, and even if he does play, clearly he's compromised because it's a right shoulder injury for Deshaun Watson, of course, being a right-handed quarterback here. Uh, on the Raiders' side of this thing, I know with Jimmy Garoppolo now in the concussion protocol, is there anything that they, they can do today? Can they do a workout to see if he can clear that protocol today? Or is it just sort of we're headed towards either Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer being QB1 for the Raiders on Sunday? Well, I, I think to me what we've seen from the concussion protocol this year with the five-step program is it's very challenging for any player to get through it in this and meet the five steps and get through. This seems like, and I think it's probably a good thing, the NFL yeah. is saying you get a concussion, you're going to miss a game. I'm not going to argue with them because, again, like Garoppolo hasn't been on the practice field. So the Raiders have been able to say, okay, O'Connell and Hoyer, whomever they decide to play to start, gets a lot of the reps. And that prepares you. Whereas the uncertainty, the maybe, could he play? Maybe he can't. You know, do you want to put Garoppolo out there without any reps at all? I think that's a challenge. And so where you are with Cleveland, which makes the Cleveland thing so difficult, is because you've taken all the reps Wednesday and Thursday, and then all of a sudden on Friday, now you've got to alter your plan. That's when it kind of gets a little bit difficult. If Garoppolo can't go, my last question on this, if Garoppolo can't go, who gives the Raiders the best chance to win, O'Connell or Hoyer? Well, based on the preseason, you would have to say O'Connell. You know, and But then again, you're getting into a situation where – you know, what are they going to do when you're playing a rookie quarterback? But based on the preseason, O'Connell looked really good in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He looked better than any quarterback, the top pick in the draft. To I mean, other than – and Dorian Thompson, too. Dorian Robinson Thompson looked great. Those two guys, if they end up starting this weekend, they had the best preseason of any quarterbacks in the, football, in, in the league. Rookie quarterbacks I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I was, we were excited about both of those guys in the month of August. A big O'Connell fan from what we saw in those games. And then DTR, I mean, how could you not love what he was doing for the Cleveland Browns? All right, we'll break the NFL stuff down a little bit later on, but let's at least begin our college football conversation. We'll continue with Tim Murray coming up in the next segment. But we have to start with the big noon kickoff game. That's USC and the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, going to Boulder to face Colorado. The Buffaloes right now a 22-point underdog with a total of 73 early kickoff out there in Boulder, 10 a.m local time will be the kickoff on this one kind of your early thoughts here trojans buffs coming up in less than two hours well i think the the issue like all issues for teams that are rebuilding their program and let's be honest they are rebuilding in, in colorado and Dion has done a cr- tremendous job of rebuilding but where you fall short in a rebuilding project especially in college football because as much as you want to use the transfer portal, it's hard to find offensive and defensive linemen in the portal that are really good and you can play. And I think we saw an example of that last week in, in Eugene when Colorado went there and that front for Oregon just dominated the game, just dominated the game, and there was really no answer for it. So, and USC's front may not have as much depth as the Oregon front. Oregon was like a hockey line. They just kept rotating guys in and out, very talented players. 
This USC line isn't as deep as that other line, as Oregon's line, but they are perhaps more talented individually. This will be a real challenge, and what Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator of Colorado, must do is try to stay, keep this game attached and also try to help his quarterback out because he was getting hit way too early and it was becoming a problem. And I think that's going to be the issue. Now, one thing we do know about Arizona, I mean, excuse me, about USC, is defensively there can be some plays. But what happens is their offense separates it. You know, their offense forces you to change who you are by getting a lead. It's a little bit like my, what Miami's doing in pro football right now. So you got to stay attached. you got to stay attached. And as much as you want to play fast, you got to slow it down a little bit. I love these coaches that say, well, we play fast. We play fast. <laughs> Yeah, okay, you play fast, but then you're giving them the ball back fast too, right? <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden now you're down 14 to nothing at the end of the, at the, with seven minutes to go in this first quarter. How's that, how's that for playing fast? You have to play the game based on what gives you the best chance to win. Yeah, the tempo sounds great in theory until you're uh, three and out in 45 seconds of game yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I was young coach, started out in the league, everybody wanted to run BYU's offense. The problem was BYU threw the ball and caught the ball way better than you did. And so you can copy their offense, but you can't copy their production. All right, we're just getting warmed up with our college football analysis. Joining us next, Tim Murray, host of Vsin's College Football Betting Podcast. We'll break down the card here on the Lombardi Line. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbefei, on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Put the VEASAN experts to work for you this football season and start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up now and save 40% off of our football season special when you use promo code Lombardi. Get access to everything we do this football season, including our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand, betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Remember to use promo code Lombardi to save 40% when you sign up on a football season special today. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. And if you don't sign up today, tomorrow is the last day. So 40% off for the rest of the football season. Once again, tomorrow, October 1st on Sunday will be the last day. So promo code Lombardi. Make sure you get that done before the end of the show. This is the Lombardi line. Hang out with you guys on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe, Michael Lombardi, breaking down this college football Saturday. And to help us do such things, we bring in our buddy Tim Murray, host of VEASAN Primetime, which you can check out 6 to 9 Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Also host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast. Tim, thanks for waking up with us this morning. And let's go to the uh, primetime game here. Notre Dame against Duke Fighting Irish looking to bounce back after the heartbreaking loss against Ohio State. Uh, in the market right now, the Fighting Irish, five and a half point favorites, a total in the low 50s. Uh, how do you see this one playing out later on this evening in Durham? Yeah, I mean, you look at Notre Dame and, and how are they going to respond, right, guys? I mean, last year, the heartbreaking loss to Ohio State, not nearly as heartbreaking, and they lose the following week to Marshall. And I'm sure, and I know, uh, Notre Dame has discussed that this week. They've talked about it to the media. Uh, but you could, one thing talking about it, it's the next thing responding. Um, you know, the, the thing that I took away uh, from the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, well, a lot of them, uh, counting to 11 is important, uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, the Notre Dame offensive line looked as sharp as has looked all year long, guys. And I was really impressed uh, by the corners of Benjamin Morrison and Cam Hart for Notre Dame. Why do I bring up those two things? Because I think this game is an underplay. Uh, so spread, I, I don't really want to get involved with. I do think Notre Dame should win. Uh, but as you mentioned, Femi, this is a tricky spot, right? You're going on the road. Uh, college game day is there. Environment should be pretty good. But let's think back to Duke's win over Clemson. Pretty low scoring. Uh, and Clemson just continuously shot themselves in the foot. Failed a couple of fourth downs. Turned the ball over in the red zone. You know, Duke, what they are, in addition to having a really talented quarterback in Riley Leonard, guys, they're incredibly well coached. They don't make mistakes. They're plus 21 in turnover margin since Mike Elko has taken over as the head coach you know, in 2022. So I think this is a spot where both offenses struggle a little bit. And Notre Dame, who's going to be missing their top wide receiver, Jaden Thomas, who did not practice all week. And Marcus Freeman said was doubtful uh, on Thursday. So that would be coach speak for he's not going to play. Uh, Deion Colsey, a depth wide receiver, not going to play. But Notre Dame has a stable of running backs and a really good offensive line. Clemson was able to rush the ball for over 200 yards against Clemson. So I think Duke's offense struggles a little bit against Notre Dame's pretty stout defense. I think Notre Dame's just going to do what they need to do, run the ball, might take a little longer to get established. So I think this is a, you know, 27 21 type of game uh, and might might take a while to get these teams going. So I'm going to go under Notre Dame and Duke, which is uh, available at 53 and a half uh, at a number of shops. Well, I mean, I, I think that makes a lot of sense, Tim, because you, you're talking about a team that's nationally ranked fourth in the nation in terms of defensively. 
you know, and they're fourth in yards per play allowed, the Duke Blue Devils. I mean, that's really somewhat remarkable. Now, you know, I think they're going to have to – I was disappointed in Notre Dame's game planning of attacking using, you know, Sam Hartman to throw the ball down the field. And I know you're a Notre Dame fan and, and an enthusiast and you were at the game. Did you think their offense was a little conservative with a really good quarterback who's played against Duke before? Yeah, it's a fair question, and and you look at the first, you know, the four games prior to that, uh, much lesser competition of of Navy, you know, NC State, Central Michigan, and Tennessee State, and and they were stretching it vertically. But that was the biggest question coming into this year, Michael. Was can Notre Dame do they have the vertical threats? And you know, we're gonna have a really young, or they're gonna have a really young uh, wide receivers. Uh, core out there uh, that that has started to emerge and I think has some promise there. I do think you'll see maybe Notre Dame stretch it vertically a little bit more, but I do think one thing that I did pull away from the past game, and I'm not going to disagree uh, with you because you would have liked to see them utilize the guy that, you know, let's be honest, they probably gave a lot of NIL money to uh, to get him to come to South Bend. Uh, the emergence of Mitchell Evans, who was dealing with an injury, he played last week and he really stepped up and Looks like I'm not going to compare him to, you know, Michael Mayer or Kyle Rudolph or whoever you want to say in the lineage of tight ends at Notre Dame, but he was pretty, pretty solid. Uh, so I, I could imagine guys seeing a lot of 12 personnel this week, utilizing the the wide, uh, the the running backs more. One guy I will keep in mind here who is a burner and can use his speed. And, you know, maybe they just thought wasn't going to get that wiggle, that open, you know, space against Ohio State is Chris Tyree, the converted wide, uh, running back who has gone to slot wide receiver. He's made some big plays so far this year. I could see him, you know, making an explosive play because his speed is is pretty good. Uh, and uh, I think against Duke in the slot, you might be able to get some uh, advan- advantageous uh, situations there. Big game for the Fighting Irish here. Already a loss. If you want to keep the college football playoff hopes alive, it's kind of must win throughout the rest of the season. We're speaking with Tim Murray, host of VEASAN Primetime, also the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. You mentioned tricky spots. Let's go down to Austin, where the Texas Longhorns are hosting the Kansas Jayhawks one week before, of course, Red River next week when they take on Oklahoma down at the Cotton Bowl. Texas, a 16-point favorite, total 61 here. Do you think that this is just the classic pre-Red River look-ahead spot here for the Longhorns? Can the Jayhawks keep this thing close? Uh, you know, it's it's funny. This is one of those games where initially, Femi, you think, oh my gosh, total look-ahead spot. Got to take the points with Kansas. And I did. I took a little 17 earlier this week. The more the week goes on, the more a little hesitant I get. Um, because, you know, Steve Sarkeesian, head coach of Texas, could put in the tape from two years ago of this Kansas team winning in Austin 57-56. to 56. Now, look, last year, Texas... Uh, absolutely obliterated this Kansas team, 55 to 41, uh, 14. And Lance Leipold can certainly do the same. Um, Kansas's offense is really, really impressive. Uh, do they have the caliber of athlete to keep it rolling? That certainly is the question. I'll be honest, guys. The more look ahead spot is that make up things on the fly when it comes to words. Uh, is Iowa State, I would say, you know, catching 20 against Oklahoma, you know, this spot just kind of screams, Matt Campbell mucking it up, making it ugly, you know, making uh, Oklahoma try to work for everything. You know, we saw Oklahoma go up to Cincinnati last week. They got it done one by two touchdowns. I think that, in my opinion, of the two games with the Red River rivalry coming up next week, guys, I think the Iowa State-Oklahoma game, to me, seems a little trickier uh, with the Cyclones catching 20. And uh, Matt Campbell kind of, over his career, thriving in this, big dog type of role. 
You know, Nick Saban was talking about how good Mississippi State is as he gets ready to play them. And we saw South Carolina have an impressive win against them last week. And now they go they go to Tennessee. Tennessee coming off a tough you know, they're lost, they're three and one. But you like you like South Carolina to keep this co- close with Spencer Rattler and and Shane Beamer. I think Beamer's done a really good job at South Carolina. I mean, I think this team is way more competitive than they've been. So, But you like the 12-and-a-half here, huh, Tim? Yeah, I took the 12-and-a-half, Michael, with South Carolina. We're seeing the market, you know, it, it dipped down to 11-and-a-half. It's starting to reemerge the 12-and-a-half. You know, those are kind of dead-ish numbers, um, you know. But, look, you know, I mentioned the revenge factor, um, you know, with, uh, with Texas and Kansas. Certainly Tennessee, this is a revenge spot, right? South Carolina put up a 63 spot on them last year as a, you know, three touchdown underdog and ruined Tennessee's chances to make it to the college football playoff. So you could certainly see an inspired effort uh, from from Tennessee, who should be getting, you know, their offensive line a little bit healthier. But yeah, to your point, Michael, Shane Beamer in these roles as as kind of a big dog. We saw it in back-to-back weeks last year against Tennessee, followed it up with that win over Clemson. You know, he's kind of stepped up at times in these in these role as a dog look last week mississippi state you know finally started to pass the ball quite well with will rogers throwing for over 400 yards but south carolina was able to find a way uh to get that victory certainly tennessee's going to want to throw the ball uh well and uh, if they have the same success mississippi state did last week we could be in some trouble here but um no i'm going to take the points with south carolina i think they can keep this thing relatively close uh against the vols and rocky top Tim, real quick, let's stay in the SEC. We got about 30 seconds left. What do you like in Florida, Kentucky? I'm going to go with Big Blue Nation here. Um, I love Mark Stoops as a coach. Love him as a dog. Uh, wish this game was a little bit later in the night so uh, the folks there could uh, maybe enjoy their <laughs> bourbon a little bit more. But uh, I'm going to take uh, Kentucky, guys. I think they've been, in my opinion, a bit disappointing so far with Devin Leary taking over as the, as the quarterback, getting him in the portal from NC State. He's been dealing with some injuries, but I think this is a spot where you finally see what we were expecting with the return of Liam Cohen from the Rams back to Kentucky as their offensive coordinator. Uh, I'm going to take Big Blue Nation here in a, uh, in a win over Florida uh, early today. Right. He is Tim Murray. Job, Check Tim. him out on VEASAN primetime, 6 to 9 Eastern time, Monday through Friday, and also the VEASAN College Ball Betting Podcast. Tim, good luck with the bets today, man. All right, guys. See ya. Awesome stuff there from Tim Murray. We will break down the NFL on the other side. This is the Lombardi Line on the DraftKings Network. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Looking to be a better better? Of course you are. And tens of thousands of people have already turned to Juice Reel. That's Juice, R-E-E-L, in the App Store. Juice Reel is not a sports book. It's a tool to help you beat the books. Juice Reel connects all of your sports betting accounts into one app, loads all of your betting history, and gives you an analytical edge backed by nearly $1 billion in bets from sports bettors in all 50 states. Use that data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Don't place another bet until you've downloaded this revolutionary sports betting tool, Juice Reel. That's juice, like orange juice, real, R-E-E-L. It's absolutely free. Download Juice Reel to your iPhone or Android device today and become a better better. Welcome back. It's a good morning here on the Lombardi line on the DraftKings Network. We had Tim Murray on in the last segment. We thank him for coming on. Tim, like in a lot of plays here in college football, the under in Notre Dame and Duke. 
uh, that's coming up later on this evening, College Game Day out there in Durham. I actually saw a funny sign, Michael, uh, while we were doing the break on College Game Day, and it said, Rudy got waitlisted at Duke. <laughs> was so, How about Duke football coming back? I mean, yeah, give Elko credit. I mean, like, this yeah. is incredible. You know, great hire. They, you know, they hired another guy. I mean, David Culley, David Culley. Cutcliffe, Cutcliffe, excuse me, I got David Culley from the Houston Texans on the brain, but Cutcliffe was great as, you know, developed quarterbacks, and, you know, he's got this defense playing at a high level at at Duke, which you would have never thought, so hats off to them. I mean, look, they ruined Clemson's season because Clemson had a chance to win last week against Florida State. Now they got two losses, and, you know, Clemson's looking at the Peach Bowl at best. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe they still have a chance to win the ACC, but definitely not to go to the playoff. Like those dreams are done. No. Yeah, those dreams are over. No, so they'll, they'll have to be playing spoiler in the ACC. But they're already a game down from Florida State after last week. Speaking of a great line, uh, how about Sean McDonough's line last Saturday when he's yeah. when when I think it was Greg McElroy said that it's like oh this was supposed to be a Hollywood ending, and then McDonough said well the writers are on strike. <laughs> yeah, I thought they went back though. I think the writers they did. They did now, go back. Yeah, I think they it was this back. week yeah. they finally came to an agreement. Yeah, they but, finally came back. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. So we'll get, we'll yeah, get our content. Kid. I mean, I felt so bad yeah. for that kid. I mean, they got him off the. You know, he was a he was kind of not even in the program and he's got to go out there and kick the biggest kick. How are you Clemson and don't have a kicker? I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand anything that's been going on at Clemson the last three years. That, that's a whole nother, yeah. that's a whole nother documentary for another day here. But um, in the NFL world, uh, we do have some yeah. injury stuff that we can continue to discuss here. I mean, obviously we talked about Watson and Garoppolo earlier, but uh, how about the Baltimore Ravens and their injury ledger that came out earlier on Friday? I mean, we're talking about Marlon Humphrey, who started to practice, but he is not going to play in this game. It appears that they're going to get their center Tyler Linderbaum back, but their left tackle, yeah. Ronnie Stanley, has been listed as doubtful. Also, both wide receivers, Rashad Bateman and Odell Beckham Jr. will be missing this game as well. So Baltimore, I mean, despite Cleveland's injury in Deshaun Watson, Baltimore also coming into this game pretty banged up as well. Well, you know, we got Edwards coming off of a concussion protocol, but he's playing. Justin Hill's got a foot injury, so the running back situation isn't great either. And then Kyle Hamilton with a back injury, he's listed as questionable. They're beat up in this game. They really are. And they, they've had they've been dealing with injuries. I mean, that win they, went, they were able to get in Cincinnati, they were dealing with a bunch of injuries, backup offensive linemen. You know, they and if last week it killed them that Stanley didn't play because it, they're, you know, Indianapolis just took advantage of it and put too much pressure on it. Something that the surprisingly the Bengals couldn't do. So I think this and now with Cleveland's injury situation, you've got to worry about that too because with Watson, you just don't know. I mean, that's the only real injury Cleveland has. I think they get Newsom back this week, yep. their starting corner. Ward's in there. So I think that that certainly all helped. But the Watson news is not good, especially as late in the week as it was. And that's why I think we're seeing a reflection in the line. Well, you you brought up pass rush there. How about for the Baltimore Ravens? Both David Ajabo and Adafe Owe, those guys are out. So like those are yeah. your two edge rushers there. This is all your Ravens defense well, that struggles. I mean, they brought Clowney back, and Clowney actually gives them a, gave them a little bit of juice, you know. But against this Browns uh, against this Browns front, you know, I think Jones, the third round pick from from Ohio State's played really well at right tackle, filling mm-hmm. in for Conklin who was out for the season. And you know, Werfs at left tackle is a really good player. So well, the strength of the Browns is their offensive line. Let's face it. And one of the things I think when you watch Baltimore play on defense is the sum of their parts are better than their actual individual talent. And, but now they start losing even more and more players. It becomes very challenging. 
and you can attack this secondary, and you're going to have time to throw the football. You're going to have time to throw the ball. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating game. I have a bet on this game. Uh, we will talk about that on Sunday morning when we do this Lombardi line tomorrow morning. But uh, I can't wait to watch this one. One of the better games in the early window. But the best game in the early window is in Western New York with the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. visiting the Buffalo Bills. And we did see yesterday that the Buffalo Bills have ruled out their all-pro safety Jordan Poyer, which makes way for the return of one DeMar Hamlin, who has been inactive the last few weeks, but with Poyer now expected to be inactive. DeMar Hamlin, the expectation is that he will be active for this game. And me, I love to bet on awards and to kind of look at the awards markets because I think they're fascinating. In the comeback player of the year market, Michael, yesterday before this news broke, DeMar Hamlin over at DraftKings was about minus 105. And then after the news that Poyer will be out in this game has shot up to minus 275 as a prohibitive odds-on favorite to win comeback player of the year. What are your thoughts here on this market and just the overall of DeMar Hamlin coming back and making his, uh, his, his first NFL appearance in 2023 after what happened a year ago? Well, I mean, you know, if Hollywood's writers are back, perhaps they they write that Hamlin has an interception to seal the game to win oh the game gosh. for the Bills. You know, wouldn't that be yeah. just just perfectly, uh, uh, you know, perfectly Hollywoodish? You know, if you will. Look, I, I think they need Hamlin. I mean, one of the weaknesses of this Bills team, I think, and when you watch him on tape, now Washington couldn't take advantage of him because Washington couldn't block him. Leonard Floyd has been a really good addition for the defensive front. He's given them some pressure off the edge, and when they get when they when they get Von Miller back, that certainly can help them. But I think one of the things that hurt them. Uh, is the back end. And if you can block them up front or if you can do what Miami's been doing is create a, vert, a horizontal spread scheme, you can attack this secondary. I mean, they, they cannot cover one-on-one. They had Benford in a one-on-one situation. Washington did uh, again with Curtis Samuels, and, and, and it was an easy pitch and catch for Sam Howell. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how well Buffalo's defense plays. They're going to have to win up front, but I thought New England's front could help win, and they couldn't really generate the kind of pressure to get in front of Tua that they needed to do. So I think this is a tough game. I, I, I think the more I analyze this game, look, I think Josh Allen's playing great. Don't get me wrong, and I think he's playing within the system. I just think Buffalo's defense, which has played well the last couple of weeks against bad offenses, I think they're going to have a harder time. Yeah, and, and we saw the commanders being able to move the ball. They just turned it over in the red zone. And then same once the they Raiders. got behind, yeah, and the Raiders did the same thing as well. Yeah, that's why I think sometimes when you look at these numbers, like I'll tell you a team who I think's defense has not played really very well, they've made plays, is your Cowboys. Mm. Like when you watch that tape, Arizona blocked them and moved the ball on them. And, you know, we have them in that Ravens 2000 category. (laughs) Look, Parsons is incredible. Don't get me wrong. But when you watch the Cardinal tape, the Jets turned the ball over, you know, and the the Giants really lost the game in the kicking game. I'm not sure that the Cowboys defense is that elite, elite, elite. Like, I think the the Browns defense is elite. You know, I think the the Cowboys defense is good, and I think the Bills defense is good, but we're talking about elite class. We're talking about Cleveland. We're talking about Kansas City. Those teams are elite class. They prove it by holding good offenses down. 
Yeah. We saw Kansas City, I mean, really impressive. The opening night, I mean, everyone was raving about the Detroit Lions offense, and Kansas City held them to 14 points. And if not for that pick six off of Kadarius Tony's hands, maybe it's the, the Kansas City Chiefs that win that game on opening night. But speaking of those Detroit Lions, Michael, we saw them improve to 3-1 and one this past Thursday, beating the Green Bay Packers. And I'm sure you saw this as well from yesterday's news, the NFL updating its gambling policy. So a lot mm-hmm. of guys who were suspended of course, notably being Jamison Williams, have now been reinstated starting on Monday. So Jamison Williams will be returning to the Detroit Lions two weeks earlier than they previously thought. The Lions right now, after their win on Thursday, a minus 205 favorite to win the NFC North. With Williams now back in the fold, giving them that explosive threat down the field, is this Detroit offense really going to become unlocked and be better than what we've seen through the first month? Well, I think it gives them a spacer somebody who can make some plays, gives them more vertical speed. Remember, this is a team that doesn't have – when he comes back, they've invested very little in their receiving core, very little. I mean, the highest draft pick on their receiving core until he comes back as a fourth-rounder in St. Brown. I mean, this is a team that relies on the middle of the field, running the football. And I think what they did last week against – against Green Bay or Thursday night against Green Bay was how they have to play, right? They have to play a game where they're – not not they have to, but they want to play – a game where they can run the football. It helps their quarterback. And they controlled the ball. They had 73 plays in the game, you know, and they played way less defense. And so when you do that, you control the game, the physicality of the game. They average, they get 211 yards rushing. They took advantage of this Packer defense that has had the, the whole time that Mike Barry's been there, they've struggled to play run defense. And the Lions dominated that game from start to finish. It wasn't close. Yeah, it really wasn't close. Really an impressive performance. We had the Let's Go Lions chant at Lambeau Field. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? On the other side, our very own Stormy Tony joins us here to break down the college football and NFL card here on a Saturday on the Lombardi Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi now here is your host Femi Abbafe on VSEN the sports betting network we're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so sign up and download the app now with code VSIN. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code VSIN. The crown is yours. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line hanging out on the DraftKings network here on a college football Saturday. Michael Lombardi in the great state of New Jersey. Femi Abebefe hanging out here in downtown Las Vegas and joining us now. You see her Sunday through Thursday here on the Lombardi line. You will also see her on the sideline of Boise State at Memphis later on this afternoon. It's the one and only Stormy Bonantoni. Before we get into your college football thoughts, your NFL thoughts, it sounds like you might have literally been walking in Memphis last night with the travel issues. Ooh, uh, segue <laughs> you like that one, Michael? Uh, how are things Love going it. here, Stormy? <laughs> Femi, you're so smooth. Yeah, Michael was so kind to ask me in the break where I got good barbecue last night. And needless to say, the plan did not go to plan. I My initial flight from Vegas got delayed, and I had to get a connection to Memphis. And the connection was already only about 40 minutes. And getting delayed, it was, like, unbelievable. So I for sure thought I was going to just miss this flight altogether. Oh. We land in Minneapolis, and I'm at, like, the farthest possible gate to where I need to go, oh. hoofing it, sprinting through <laughs> this dang airport to get to my flight. I end up making it with about a minute to spare. The lady said that she was just about to close the door. So oh I make God. it and I'm coughing. I'm choking. I dropped my AirPods on the way. I had to get new ones at the air. It was the whole thing. <laughs> so then <clears throat> we get on the plane and I'm like, okay, I made it. We did it. And we get delayed on the tarmac. So oh. I'm hustling to get there and we get delayed for like another hour just sitting there before we can go anywhere. And then um, by the time I got to Memphis officially, we did a late coaches call, uh, coaches meeting, excuse me, with Boise State coaches. So I just I got no food. I got Uber Eats delivered to the to the hotel. And it was just it was a mess. But this is see, everybody thinks this job is a life of luxury, Michael. You know, you travel all the time. (laughs) It's not like that. No, I tell you what, you better bring your walking shoes. Two airports you're going to walk, Charlotte and Minneapolis. It's going to be a walk. Like Phoenix, too. Michael, and that's what if made you... it worse. I had Nike slides on, so I'm sprinting yeah. through the airport in slides. It, it's a tough, you know, you got to know your airports. You got to know You got to know what you're liable to walk to. It's hard. I mean, you know, Atlanta, you got at least you have to go down and you can change and get to a different gate. Dallas, you have the tram, but... Man, the, the Minneapolis, it's a, it's a long walk. There's a lot of walking going on. I feel for you. Well, make sure you go to Rendezvous or Corky's today, Stormy. you got to at least get some experience out of Memphis. 
Yep, all my friends were at Rendezvous last night without me. So oh. hopefully tonight after the game. <laughs> These are body blows, man. <laughs> well, we'll get to your game here in just a bit. Let's talk about USC Colorado. That's coming up in less than 90 minutes. Uh, the Buffaloes are 22-point dogs at home, total sitting at 73. What are your thoughts here on the uh, big noon kickoff game of the week here? Yeah, breakfast in Boulder. Um, <laughs> obviously, Oregon took a major shellacking. I mean, they got shellacked by Oregon last week, Colorado did. And it was it was ugly to watch. It was hard to watch. I think that they match up a little bit better with USC. So I don't know. I, I went back and forth on the spread. And then I just eventually said, no, I could talk myself into either way so easily that I'd rather pay, my, pay more attention to the total. And the team total as well. USC's team total, 47 and a half. I feel like that's something they should get over pretty easily. I am really struggling to find a way for Colorado to get stops against this offense. I was talking to Michael earlier this week. USC is a team that we've seen put up 500-plus yards of offense in every game they have played so far. Colorado has allowed 500-plus yards of offense to three of the four teams that they've played. The only one they didn't was Nebraska, and we know how terrible they are on offense. It's, it's going to be a long day, especially without Travis Hunter, especially without now Pete Thamel reporting Shiloh Sanders. It's going to be doubtful, likely not to go in that secondary as well. And everything feels like it's co coming up that USC's offense is going to click. I did bet the over 72.5 for the game as well because I think, like I said, this is a little bit more of a favorable matchup for Colorado than Oregon was and that USC's defense isn't going to be able to produce the same types of stops that that Oregon did. So I feel like there's going to be points, most of them coming from USC, but Colorado will get some of theirs too. Stormy, you were down at the Gainesville a couple of weeks ago and you know, there were heat was getting turned up on poor Billy Napier, but the big win against Tennessee kind of backed it off. Now he goes into Lexington against Kentucky. You who do you like in this game? I saw this is one you wanted to talk about. Yeah, and I I maybe to my detriment and trusting Billy Napier again. And I like taking the points in this spot with Florida on the road. I know that a lot of people are going to point to the coaching matchups and take Stoops over Napier. Look at the fact that under Napier, Florida's one and five away from Gainesville. But I feel like the Gators have figured some stuff out. This line was three and it's been bet down for a reason. And did you know that the quarterback with the best completion percentage of all transfer portal quarterbacks is playing in this game. And his name's Graham Mertz, not Devin Leary. 77.8% wow. completions. Yeah. And like, I know he's not exactly airing it out this season, but that's not what this offense needs or is asking him to do. And he's worked it pretty masterfully. I, I think that there will be a little bit of a moment of truth for the Florida run game because Kentucky's run defenses tops in the SEC right now, but it's also like who have they played? It's been against Ball State. It's been against Eastern Kentucky, Akron, Vandy. And meanwhile, Devin Leary sub 60% completion, five interceptions against that, those opponents. So I feel like Florida has more advantages than people think in this matchup, and I like them to get the win out right on the road. There we go. We're speaking with Stormy Tony, host of the Lombardi line here Sunday through Thursday. Also, ESPN sideline reporter. Check her out. Boise State at Memphis, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific time on ESPN2. Well, Stormy, you also have a college ball play on a team that's on by right now. And you saw them last week. Temple at Miami, the Hurricanes go ahead and get that victory in Philadelphia. You came away impressed, it seems, with the Hurricanes because you want to go ahead and back them in the futures market. Yeah, are you sensing a trend? <laughs> Teams I cover, I'm a little bit more invested in moving forward. But 
you see the plus 750 future in the ACC. Florida State, obviously, a rightful favorite there, but I'm not sure it's enough to warrant a minus 160 price. And so there's um, a number of prove-it games ahead on the schedule for Miami at UNC coming up in a couple weeks. They've got Clemson, both before that game at Florida State. And I think that they've got the talent to go into that game against the Knowles on November 11th unscathed to that point. Mm. And when you get to that game, Miami's not going to be a plus 750 underdog in it. So if I do want to go ahead and hedge and change my position, I feel like I'll have the opportunity potentially to do that when that game comes. But I have been very, very impressed with Tyler Van Dyke. He's looking like the guy who was the offensive freshman of the year two years ago after the down year last season, according to Pro Football Focus. And I know, Michael, how much you love that. But he is the highest graded <laughs> quarterback in the country. And that's over Michael Penix Jr. and Caleb Williams and that group of Heisman contenders despite being on his third offensive coordinator in three years, the upgraded offensive line is giving him all the time in the world. They're creating just like a red seat opening for running backs to run through. I think that Mario Cristobal has done a really good job with the influx of talent he brought in in the transfer portal and that they could contend. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you know, they, they have been able to match it. I mean, I, I, I doubted them against, to be honest, I doubted them against the, uh, when they were playing uh, Texas A&M. I thought Texas A&M would do it, but they obviously they didn't. You also like, let's go over this one. You like the Dolphins tomorrow against the Bills taking the three. Tell us why. Yeah, even though there's a lot of things working against me that apparently teams that score 60-plus points are 1-6 and six straight up and 0-7 and ATS their next game. I'm still riding with Miami in this spot. Uh, I think that the team speed that they have, and we've talked a lot about that on the show, Michael, the team speed, especially offensively, that Miami has is going to be really tough for Miami for the Bills' defense to go toe-to-toe with. And I know they looked awesome last week against the Commanders, but that was also the Commanders. And Miami's going to be a different animal in this spot. I love, I love the way that schematically uh, Mike McDaniel's has changed things up this year for the Dolphins. And I think that they should get, I, I like them to get a win and be kind of the big contender in the AFC after this game. This misses 305, Stormy Bonantoni. South Beach Stormy, maybe, so. with the Hurricanes, the so. Dolphins. We, we absolutely love it here. We got 30 seconds left. What's your teaser for uh, week four in the NFL? Oh, Eagles Chiefs. Uh, and I know there's a lot of nine and nine and a halfs out there right now, but there are eight and a half. So if you can bring those bad boys down to under a field goal for the Eagles to beat the commanders by, by a field goal, plus Chiefs, same thing against the Jets. I love it. I think it's beautiful. And then just one thought on my game tonight, we had a flip of favorites in this one for, for uh, Memphis, Boise State. Boise actually opened a three-point favorite. Memphis took a six-point swing and is a three-point favorite mm. now. You don't see that every day. And I do think it's going to be a field goal game either way. I think we've got a fun one that's a little bit of an underrated matchup today in Memphis. All right, total sitting at Love 58 it. and a half. That one, 4 o'clock Eastern, the kickoff, 1 o'clock Pacific time. She is Stormy Bonantoni. Check her out. Great Boise job, State, Stormy. Memphis. Enjoy and also check her ribs. out here on Lombardi Line. Thanks, guys. Enjoy yeah, those I got to get Stormy. some ribs tonight. Definitely. That's a must. <laughs> Stormy, have fun on the call, and we will see her later on this week. All right, hour number two. We're talking the Lombardi. Look ahead next here on the DraftKings Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.